Dear Diary, today I interviewed Mark. He's been spreading smiles for miles since 2008. He's been over 33 characters, but never the Easter Bunny. Take a listen. Alrighty, so ready? As <laughs> <laughs> ready as I can be. How long have you been a mascot? It's about nine years now. My first uh, event was 2008. It was a charity one, though. What got you into mascotting? Oddly enough, when I was a child, I i mean, do you know Count Duckula? Yes. They had the characters appearing at a local shopping centre, and I snuck a little view through the door because it wasn't quite sealed. I actually got to see them changing. But I, I just love the idea that although there was a person inside, I always saw the character and I just wanted to do that from that moment on. It took about 20-something years to do it, though, and which is pretty bad, actually. I, you said your first volunteer job, but what was that motivation to finally say, like, hey, I'm going to try this? Well, there were a few attempts before that to try it, but no one had actually given me the uh, job I mean, you try to apply for paid work, and then I was like, no, we've already got someone, we've already got someone. Yeah. And then I ended up just saying, right, I just tried to get in from the ground floor and jumped in on the charity and said, do you need someone to be a mascot? I'm more than willing to help out, and this is the way I'd like to do it. You said your first event was a, a charity, but I feel like that spiraled into your business, right? Yeah, um, it's non-starting at the moment. Obviously, I need to get the characters first, and they are pretty expensive. But I already have my DBS check. I'm obviously self-employed. I'm waiting on confirmation for my insurance. So we'll see how that goes. Can you explain a little bit more, like, your characters? Or, like, are you still doing other gigs as well? Um, I'm doing other gigs on the side, obviously. You need to pay the bills at the end of the day. But um, my characters themselves, Luna is a moon fox, obviously, there was supposed to be a story to go with it, but I haven't finished even one of the books yet. Oh. I'm actually trying to get that sorted as well. And then there's Hazel, who's a ferret. She's actually, I don't want to say she's an orphan, but she never sees her parents. So she kind of lives with her adoptive family at the moment. These books, are they going to be published at one point or just online? Or? I'm hoping so. <laughs> I might um, send it out to a few people and see what they think see what needs changing or what they think could be improved. Yeah, that's really cool. But I would definitely love to get the characters as actual characters. And then do like the read-alongs and all that. I think that would be really cool. And as far as the other gigs, like how did you get started? When Was it just networking from there to get paid gigs? Not exactly. It was a little more charity work at first. And then I just got this really good opportunity come up and... Although it was unpaid, it was actually as a sports mascot. And I said, yes, I've got to do this. I've got to do this. Hello, can I please have this job? <laughs> and they were like, yeah, that's fine. You know, if you come along, uh, you can suit up, uh, do your thing. Uh, they gave me feedback on it, which was nice. And from there, I just started jumping into any paid work I could get, really. That's awesome. Can you say which sporting mascot you were? Um, it was for Portsmouth FC. In the UK, so cool. uh, it was actually both of them at one point. I got to be both Nelson and Mary Rose at least once. <laughs> That's cool. And has mascotting been your only job? Uh, no, I work retail on the side. 
I need a steady paycheck as well as the more sporadic in um, increases, as it were. No. Yeah, 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 definitely. And I don't. Can you just like talk about that? Like, I'm. I feel like I'm passionate about so many things other than my job. Like, I love what I do. I might, and I've said this before. I might not like the district that I'm in. But, like, I love what I do with the kids and going around from school to school and stuff. But I also have so many other interests that it's hard for me to be like, all right, I got to get this work done to pay, you know, so that I could get my paycheck. You know what I mean? Versus everything else that I love. Do you struggle with I have to do this job to pay the bills, but then I also have maybe a volunteer gig here that I really want to do. I mean, when it first started picking up and I kept getting all these opportunities thrown at me, yes. One person you interviewed in a previous one said, get a calendar. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm not kidding you, it makes all the difference. Yeah, definitely. One of my friends gave me a calendar that it's it's day by day and it has from like six o'clock all the way to like nine o'clock. And I was like, yes, I'm very (laughs) detailed on my schedule. Oh, a day planner, yeah. Yeah. I've got one of those as well, but I've got a... One that goes on the wall as well, uh, that just has every single event I'm supposed to be at, as well as my work hours just written in. Yeah, I'm definitely a visual person and I'm one of those list person where I need to have a list or write on my hand because I will forget. And then it's so bad. because I'm terrible with that myself. (laughs) My teachers are my other teachers are or like even the principals like are looking at my hand and they're like, I they know what it's for. They're like, I see you're very busy because you have a list going down your arm. And I'm like, uh, compared to other days when it's like, yeah, yeah, it's so bad. Um, And I know the kids will like will be like, what's that? I'll be like, my notes don't look. I'll pull my sleeve down. It's so bad. So. What has been, or who has been your favorite character so far? Ooh. Um, Of all of them that I've done, there's two. There's Mary Rose, despite being a female character, that costume was incredibly comfortable. Um, (laughs) And it was really funny to watch people keep, um, they never actually caught on there was a guy inside, which was even funnier because I was not very feminine at the time, I will admit. But there's also been Leonardo from the Ninja Turtles, and that was pretty much a dream come true at that point. Oh, man. I think back to like my childhood and, and all the characters, you know, like at Disneyland and Universal and all that. Mm-hmm. I wasn't, I'm not really big on Disney. When I was really little, my favorite was Scooby-Doo. But then, like, actually, like, growing up and things that I, I will watch now, like, <laughs> I will rewatch them just because it's like, Hey Arnold and stuff like that. I loved Hey Arnold. Yeah. <laughs> I actually remember that one as well. Like, so, straight home. Yep. There's the cartoon. <laughs> yeah. What is your favorite event that you've participated in? Because I feel like you do, you do a lot. Um, like, I was watching videos. I'm not sure if you were actually in the video or if you just took the video. There was a pancake relay. <laughs> you, there was a bunch of... Oh, yeah. Um, I was actually in that. So, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. So, I mean, that that was pretty funny. You, that There was a bunch of mascots running down this little walkway, I guess, with frying pans. And, and I, I thought they were eggs at first, but then I saw the pancake, like, flapping. And I was like, oh, there's pancakes in there. <laughs> Um, so what has been your favorite event? Um, well, as funny as that one is, 
Uh, my favourite event probably goes back to the Ninja Turtles thing. Uh, there was a Shellraiser tour going on, where they just toured all up and down the country, and the characters made their appearances. And I got to be there for two of those events. Oh. And I mean, like I say, it, it's the Ninja Turtles. It was my childhood dream come true. So, yeah. And it was my favourite turtle of them all. So, couldn't really argue with it. Besides those two events, I'm not sure if you travelled much. Have you travelled a lot? I try to stay local because currently I don't actually drive. Oh, okay. It's one of those things. It's it's balancing your wages with your outgoing. So uh, your wages with your bills, I should say. Yeah. So I can't afford a car right now, <laughs> no matter how hard I try. Um, so I'm stuck with public transport for the most part. I tend to be local, but where I can, I do go further afield. I mean, the Shellraiser tour was actually all the way up in Scotland. So that was quite the journey. And so do you travel with the suit? Uh, On that occasion, yeah. For the most part, I try to get them to deliver the suit to the venue. But often, like for charity, you tend to be the one to take it with you. And so describe that going on the on public transportation. I mean, we've we've talked about this before, but I just think this is interesting and it just shows how much how much dedication there is when you're lugging this big thing like a big bag around to do what you love you know uh, well one of them was actually two bags because the head just wouldn't fit in with the body oh my god it was that huge and then of course i ended up having to try to carry it on the subway and that's not fun because <laughs> the head was actually wider than the doorway i forget what character that was called now i'll have to think about that one later but um, mostly it's getting on the bus that seems to be the problem because where you've got such a huge bag, they're really iffy about whether they're going to let you on or not. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, some drivers actually will charge you for two seats. Oh, wow. Which is really annoying. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. Like, how often do you take breaks? Because I feel like that's difficult, like, in in the charity situations. Mm. Uh, For charity, I just generally take breaks whenever I feel like I need one because for the most part, they're not too worried about what you do as long as you don't sort of de-head in public. But some of them aren't really fussy about that either. So that's really disappointing to know. It's getting changed in toilets I will never do for anyone. (laughs) Yeah, when you get contracted or, or you're working out a gig. Yeah, even for charity, I won't change in a toilet. I just say, no, I'm not doing that. Yeah, so you have to have like a specific like little office or room or something, or a tent. Yeah, or at least just somewhere out of you. <clears throat> I mean, yeah. if it's in a shop, you can do it in the staff room sometimes. Depends yeah. on the management. Uh, as for breaks in general, I go by the Rainbow Productions um, time limit of 40 minutes in, 20 minutes out. But it's very dependent on the costume and the time of day as well, because sometimes you can only do about 15, 20 minutes and the sweat is just dripping off you, especially when the fans decide to drop dead. I know it was it was funny because I was the the Easter Bunny a few weeks ago. And I swear this now this is going to come up because it's the only thing that I've ever done like that I feel like is worth talking about. So we were outside and you had to face a certain direction where the wind could like blow through the mask and I was like oh my god (laughs) thank you oh I love moments like that it's (laughs) when you just turn around you bend the head forward slightly and it just blows up the back of your neck and it's like yes 
<laughs> yes, sweet relief. <laughs> yeah, and then I was I was telling my coworker because we had to switch in and out of the suit. I was like, if you turn, like you'll get a breeze going through like the mask, right? But she was always turned the other direction, and I was like, dude, I was like, whatever, like I try to help you out, whatever. <laughs> but yeah, I w- I made sure I was like facing one direction like the whole time. <laughs> yeah, that's actually another thing I try to avoid is sharing a costume. Yeah. Granted, you can't always do that, but yeah. Yeah. It's even worse when you are the only one in the suit, but it hasn't been cleaned from the previous time out, and that is just disgusting. (laughs) The smells are just horrible. Yeah, I tend to breathe through my mouth, but like, because I have really bad sinuses. (laughs) It doesn't help. It doesn't help me half the time. Yeah. Would you say would you say that you take on a whole different personality when you're performing? Oh, definitely. Um the moment the costume goes on, you're that character. You've got to embody it. But the moment it comes off, you need to learn to switch it off because acting like that character whilst you're out of suit, everyone just they just get really weirded out by it. It's funny on occasions. I I actually forgot to sort of tone it down when I got out of the costume one time. And everyone just gave me such crazy looks. <laughs> I mean, you had mentioned that you weren't very feminine in in the one suit, but is it hard to like go from being the female character to a male character? I don't know. Like, I would. Um, well, that one event, it was hard because I'd never done it before. But obviously, I figured it may happen again. It's time to just practice. So I've gotten better. I actually went to one event. I can show you some pictures later of that. And the idea was that I was going to be dressed up as like an anime character, but it ended up being female, <laughs> which was entertaining. And everyone else got told they were like, they sort of looked like men in drag, which was really embarrassing. And I was the only one who got told I looked really cute. <laughs> and everyone else was actually female, <laughs> which made it even worse. Oh my gosh. So, I mean, like, how do you prepare for that? I mean, were you just, did you ask a female friend? Did you go on, like, an improv, like, YouTube channel? I feel like there's things, I you don't actually have to take a class nowadays. You can just go on YouTube and Yeah, like, you, you look just go anything. on YouTube and it's like how to, you know, walk like a woman and such. Yeah. It, oh, my Google search is crazy right now for all the things I've looked up. I mean, because uh, there's obviously all the different dances that I've been trying to practice, but, well, there's just no room at home, so I tend to have to do it wherever I can. And if you do it outside, yeah, <laughs> expect to get stared at. <laughs> you can do that. Um, oh, I always forget what it is, but there's a commercial on it. I don't, I don't know if you've seen it, but everyone has headphones, and so you're listening to whatever you want, but you're dancing all weird and crazy. So, like, in... Like, so I think they show the person and they, and you can hear like the music and they're dancing all crazy, but then they zoom out and it's like, everyone has headphones and they're all dancing all crazy, but no, everyone's doing it. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> uh, I have to like, look that up. <laughs> dance like no one's watching. I don't know. I don't know what it was. I don't even, oh, I'm pretty sure it was for like some headphones, like, like the beats or whatever. I don't know. I'll look it up later. Yeah. Might be worth it might be worth uh investing some time in. I mean, there's a ton of people that do like yoga out in public and I wanna say Tai Chi, but I don't know. I think it is actually Tai Chi because that's the one that I was thinking of. But 
I mean, mm-hmm. people do like stuff everywhere outside in groups. They work out. I mean, yeah. <laughs> so what's the coolest thing you've ever done in the suit? Oh, that's probably a mascot furlong. What is that? <laughs> oh, it's a 220-yard run. Uh, horse racing track is about eight furlongs oh, okay. long. So a uh, furlong is one-eighth of the track. But they had this big inflatable bouncy obstacle course in the middle of it. Um, unfortunately, I did get injured while I was trying to go through that. I landed on another mascot's foot and it just knocked the wind straight out of me. I mean, other than that, it was good fun. So you ran and you did the inflatable obstacle course all in the suit? Yeah. Uh, the, tr- the trouble is, is that the head is bigger than some of the holes that were in there. So that was an <laughs> interesting attempt to get through those. That's awesome. Do you have a video of this? <laughs> uh, I do, actually. I will look it up for you later. Yeah, just send that to me. So I would like to post that because that'd be pretty funny to watch. <laughs> I was going to say, it's a, it's a pretty old video. It was recorded on such a poor camera. So. Oh, I don't care. <laughs> I'll get this idea <laughs> of it. I still have like, oh, yeah, I remember going to concerts and oh, with the flip phone pictures. <laughs> and I'm like front row, like trying to get. Oh, I still have those because I don't know if you know who Scott Weiland is. I'm a huge Scott Weiland fan and he passed away. So... I still cherish those pictures. I mean, I have better ones now too, but I mean, uh, yeah. Anyways, so what kind of obstacles was it? Because I, I mean, I've I've been through those inflatables, and there there are many. So what did you do? Oh, this one was just um, two inflated walls with holes in for you to crawl through, and then like um, inflatable bollards blocking your path as you're walking through oh, or yeah, trying yeah, yeah. to stumble through. In this case. That's awesome. And when you've got, um, I think it was 14 different mascots in there all at the same time, the whole thing just bounces around and you just cannot keep yourself upright. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> I feel free to laugh. It was, it was hilarious. So who won? And <laughs> what did they win? Or no, it was just for charity? Um, well, the mascot that won climbed over the side halfway through and then just ran up the course while everyone else was going through. So it was pretty much they won because they cheated cheater oh man yeah (laughs) um i think i came 11th or something but that's because i had to stop where i had the wind knocked out of me i just could not run any further i was just gasping for breath by that point it's like fine i'm done i'm walking (laughs) i don't care where i come and then did they win anything or no (laughs) yeah like i say they won first prize even though they didn't really earn it so oh boo was it like a crazy trophy or uh i think it was just a regular trophy and a certificate Oh, okay. So it it was nothing particularly special. Oh. Yeah, sorry. I, I was going to say it was for charity, so at least that was good. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> People placing their bets on the mascots <laughs> of who's going to win. That'd be awesome. <laughs> All right, Hades, so what's the hardest thing about mascotting? Ooh, it really depends on the costume more than anything. Probably the heat, for sure, especially during summer. <laughs> But obviously, there are ways to deal with that. I mean, I've actually designed a cool vest for a uh, company. I mean, that's actually working pretty well for me. How does that work? Uh, it's just a vest you can put on underneath the suit, and you just slide ice packs into it. Oh, nice. That's cool. And for about three or four hours, it keeps you nice and cool while you're in the costume. Awesome. Did you, like, patent that, or you just work with someone else to, like, get to get that product out? Or Well, no. Um, What happened was they said that they had... A cool vest design and they sent me one, and I ordered one 
Oh, okay. And when it got here, it just it didn't really seem suitable. It wasn't that great. And I thought, I know exactly how this could be improved. <laughs> so I just redesigned it and sent them the design. They made one up and sent out a new one for me. So. Oh, that's cool. Oh, I was going to say the heavy heads as well. Yeah. Like with the most recent event I did, uh, it was Robin from the Lego Batman films. Uh-huh. Uh, the head is just fiberglass and it weighs an absolute ton. Oh, my God. But at the same time, what didn't help was the harness inside was broken. Oh, so no. the whole thing was just balanced on my head as opposed to my neck. Wow. I always wondered how those Lego masks work. So they're like made, made out of fiberglass. and. Yeah, it seemed to be. I don't know about all of them, but the one I was wearing was just so heavy. <laughs> I've I've yet to make it out to Legoland here. I know it's like an hour and a half away but and i like legos but (laughs) and i know it's like mainly for kids especially over here in california but like i still like i just want to check it out to say i've been but uh, i'm like i'm lazy (laughs) i don't want to drive away over there legos are cool (laughs) yeah i didn't put my favorite question in here (laughs) so before we get to the best thing about mascotting how do you deal with the unsupervised children the crazy adults and maybe the crazy women unsupervised children was i never really had instructions on how to deal with that that was more just learned on a whim (laughs) well yeah i feel like that's everything (laughs) (laughs) it tends to be that uh, as long as you sort of pull yourself down to their level like get on one knee or just sit on the floor most of them are willing to engage with you but not actually get too unruly but of course it helps to have a minder just in case they do yeah Uh, without a minder sometimes just turning your back on them as nasty as it sounds tends to give them the hint that you're not interested anymore yeah at least until they start being a bit nicer anyway (laughs) uh as for adults i've had a lot of drunk people come up to me at some events Oh, yeah, because with the sporting events. I was like, in public? <laughs> at charity events? <laughs> no, no. Well, I mean, it was at a race course. So oh, okay. people are going to get pretty boozed up at there anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, dealing with them, usually, well, I don't know how really to deal with them the best way. Uh, I try to walk away if I can avoid it. Because obviously having a mascot and alcohol, um, people holding alcohol around them doesn't look very good especially when you see the intended to be that I would just hold still, let them take a picture and then just walk away as fast as I could. And then the women, there's always one story about a lady. To be fair, I haven't really had anything particularly bad about uh, women. Usually they're just really good. They come up, they sort of have a laugh about it, get a picture taken for social media and then walk away. But I think there was uh, one crazy lady who just absolutely loved me to the point where she kept grabbing hold of me everywhere she every time she could and trying to drag me away. What? Trying to say, I'm taking you home. You're coming with me. It's like, you're not staying here with them anymore. You're mine now. I was like, pardon? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, someone help me, please. Please. This lady's crazy. And it's tough when you don't have like a handler, right? Because, I mean, for the most part, like, what's the percentage you would say that you have a handler, someone helping you out? Mm, there's usually always someone around, but a personal handler is a rarity for me most of the time. Oh, okay. Um, if you work for certain companies, then they provide one. Uh, like Rainbow Productions, they call it a road manager. Oh, That's okay. always a benefit. Yeah. Um, 
I'm trying to think of some other companies now. <laughs> Offhand, my brain has gone blank. But yeah, for the most part, they don't provide handlers. And sometimes when they do, the handler is absolutely terrible. I mean, like they're really terrible. Um, I was at a big showground dressed up as a giant cat, of all things. And as I was walking through, some teenagers decided to come up and then just started kicking and punching me. What? And oh. instead of actually telling them to stop and go away, the minder just sat there doodling on her phone. Oh my gosh, those are the worst. I hate those lazy coworkers. <laughs> as soon as I got back I just, um, and took the head off, it's like, you're useless, can you go away? I'd rather just do this by myself. Yeah. <laughs> and it was harsh, but I was so furious at that point. Did they at least take the advice and just leave you alone if they weren't going to do anything? Yeah, they did, actually. So that was... Funny enough, I never had a problem once they walked away, which was the crazy part. And even the teenagers who were sort of beating on me before came back and started apologizing. So I don't know what happened with that. Maybe someone told them off. Because yeah. I've had coworkers where they're lazy and we straight out told them they're lazy. And, oh man, this is horrible. I don't want to say too much, but he was he was basically hired because his mom knew the you know someone. So And that's what he said. He straight up told us that. And we're like... So you're going to use that excuse for your laziness? Like, you're going to blame it like, oh, well, like, I don't care. My mom knows. Like, what a, like, cop-out move. I hate working. Sometimes I hate working with, like, 19 and 20-year-olds, like, at my part-time job, but whatever. Oh, I've, I've had similar issues like that. But as opposed to them being the minder, they ended up being the character instead. And they just stood there. No, and it's what I it's what I like that. to call living statue syndrome. Yeah, it's like move, move, please. Even if you're just waving, move. Ah, uh, yeah, that's it drives horrible. me up the wall. <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm getting paid for this. It's like I would have done it voluntarily. <laughs> I still would have done more than you. Yeah, it's oh god, don't get me started. <laughs> so, what's the best part about mascotting? Oh, the smiles for sure. Smiles for miles, definitely. I like that. <laughs> I will admit, if you don't make at least one kid cry during your performance, you didn't have a good day. <laughs> There's always one kid that just bursts into tears no matter what you do. So I, I consider it a good day if there's at least one. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, I know I've done something right. Because <laughs> you can't learn from anything. You can't really learn if you keep doing it right. Yeah. You just, obviously, if something new comes up, then you can. So, But sometimes you just can't stop uh, kids crying and definitely the ability to entertain i mean i, I love to make people smile sure but i also like, like to act like a bit of a twit but so would you like to give out your facebook or your twitter or anything uh i have a facebook page rather than a profile so i'm the toonie bin on there that's where i post any events i might be doing or any charity work coming up uh, I also have at Toonybin, or one word, uh, for Twitter. Same thing, really. Awesome. And any shout-outs? Probably Cody Freeman, because like he was one of the first people who actually started talking to me more about mascot work. Actually, I think it was because of him I kind of got pushed into trying more and more to get different characters. I think I'm up to 33 different mascots now. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, yeah. Some of them one-offs, but a lot of them are ongoing. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. And in all your 33, we were talking, you've never been the Easter Bunny? I've never been any. I've never. Um, I've been a rabbit, uh, but I've never been the Easter Bunny. Oh, okay. 
yeah i feel like that's like santa claus status right it was only one time but (laughs) that's like the the moms go crazy like parents go crazy and i'm surprised that i was talking about this with someone else that all the bunny costumes i've seen they've been pretty scary except for like one and i was i meant to take a screenshot because i think it was like i couldn't save the picture like i had to take a screenshot but i didn't and then i couldn't find it again and i was like that like i wouldn't be afraid of that bunny you know what i mean but all the rest of them like they look scary i don't even the one that i was in like (laughs) I, I have know. seen some really terrifying ones, but at the same time, there's been a lot of cute ones coming out recently, which is uh, pretty nice. But they just hardly ever get used. That's the trouble. <laughs> they always go for the scary ones. Not to not to be mean. I know there's two sports mascots. The the Scuttle Bunny. He's the cutest. He should be like an Easter Bunny, like <laughs> an Easter Bunny costume all around. And then there's another bunny you guys have over there, but I can't think of it right now. And he always has a carrot and his ears like stand straight up and he's white, I think. I'll post oh, pictures. Yeah, I know who you mean. Um There's so many I get them confused. Like <laughs> Oh my my brain's gone blank again. <laughs> yeah. But I know, I'll post I know who those. you mean though, yeah. I'll post those. Those are our bunnies, but they're not the Easter bunny, you know? Like no. and I'm like those cute those costumes are cute. Yeah. <laughs> But anyways, um, so I just want to thank you for taking the time to speak with me. Like I always have to thank like everyone because it's I mean, and we're in two different times. So like you're just you're ending your day probably and I'm just starting mine. And so I, I really uh, I work evenings that. in retail. So it's pretty much starting mine as well. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, OK. Yeah. So it's not too bad. But thank you. Thank you for, for talking with me and for sharing your stories. It's it's really interesting. Like every time, like 33 characters, like that's that's crazy to me. And um, it's just interesting to hear all the stories. So thank you. I really appreciate the your time and stuff. <laughs> yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me. And that was it for episode number 22. I almost lost count, you guys. I had to like go through and I was like, wait a minute. Like I know I'm missing one. I was like, I just recorded 25. Sorry for the background noise. There's music playing in the background. <laughs> yeah, so you guys will for sure get 25. I want to put out a best of after that. And I'm still scheduling a few more. My new goal is 30. Hopefully everyone that says they were going to give me an interview gives me an interview. That won't get me till 30. But I'm just hoping once June hits, that'll give me more time to reach out to people. May is crazy, dude. And I've had the worst week ever (laughs) you don't understand like i'm all bruised up like everything keeps going horribly wrong the power went out on my last interview (laughs) number 25 but luckily i had saved everything we're already done recording we're just chatting afterwards it's been really (laughs) intense you guys (laughs) i've been struggling here this past week so you guys have to 25 to look forward to on a best of and if you know of any mascots if you're a mascot If you're a handler, if you somehow work with mascots, if you make mascot costumes, whatever it is, just contact me, contact at mascotdiaries.com. I would love to have you on the show. I'm expanding (laughs) the people that can be on (laughs) because I think it'll make for an interesting uh, interview. So yeah, contact me if you want some stickers, just DM me. I'll send you some stickers. Follow all my social media for episode references. Sometimes I post pictures or just when the episodes are up, any updates. It's Twitter, 
Instagram and Facebook, all mascot diaries. And I think that's it. I don't have a lot to say. I might be doing some work with a mascot, a local community college mascot in partner with the city that I work for. So I'm kind of excited about that, but it's still in the very early stages. I got a lot of work to do, but I'm really hoping that that comes together because I love my part-time job and the city that I work for, and I would love for them to get involved with the local community college mascots. So, and I talk about that in episode 25, but just know that that's uh, hopefully coming positive vibes. I need positive vibes. You guys send them, please. Oh man, I don't know know if I'm going to make it to June. (laughs) Alrighty. Well, thank you for listening. I can't thank you guys enough for listening and thank you. If you have been on the show, I really, really appreciate it. And yeah, take care. Take care.